Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey, good morning, everybody. I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but happy Monday morning to everyone out there. Uh, What am I saying? Most of you probably don't have jobs and are living off the government. I'm just serious. So John is not able to make it this morning. Uh, His water broke last night, and he's probably sitting on one of those blow-up donuts. Oh, oh Lord, I hope they didn't give him one of those blow-up donuts. Lord knows what he might do to that thing. Um, So anyway, he says he'll be back tomorrow morning, and uh, we wish him and his new baby a wonderful morning. With me today, filling in for John, he's literally a third that the man... I'm screwing this up. He's literally a third of the man that John is. Someone I proudly call my friend and fellow podcaster. He goes by the hardcore metal name of Soft. Bring him in. Hey, good morning, my friend. Uh, Has Canada tried to attack us yet? Not yet, but we are keeping our eyes on those sneaky bastards. It's a very unsecured border we have there. Um, I'm I'm happy to be with you today. Uh, You're right. Uh, I enjoy John a lot, but I do got some very big shoes to fill today. So I'm going to do my best. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, yeah, John's John's getting something taken care of uh, that he was, we'll just say, worried about. So he will be back with us tomorrow, though. Uh, He's probably watching right now going, that son of a bitch. So uh, anyway, just I'm. I am at the controls today. It's my first time uh, controlling something of this sort. So if it's uh, a little bit bumpy, just sorry, deal with it. Uh, this is, you get what you pay for. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, buddy. So, um, oh, uh, I, I have not checked, checked morning wood and passed some gas. I, I usually do this. I, I like doing this crap in the beginning because it, uh, Kind of gives everybody a chance to click into the damn stream and get it going and whatnot. Um, let's see. Where is Bitcoin this morning? Oh, it's up. It's up a little bit today. Uh, whoops. 47,279. Uh, it's down over the, for the hour, but it's up a little bit today compared to last Friday. And, of course, everybody loves Doge. Doge is... Oh. It's 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 really jumped up quite a bit. Sixteen uh, percent in the last twenty four hours. It's at thirty four point three cents. Uh, I think last week it was at like twenty seven. Uh, so yeah, Doge is jumping back up there, which is crazy. And I'm going to assume that wood and gas are about the same. I know gas at my local gas station went up a couple cents. So yeah, that's more of this wonderful existence. Okay, man, that air noise is like crazy. Right, I can hear it now too, and I'm sorry yeah. about that to you. And I'm sure Bob is going to bust my balls over it. But I mean, no. you've heard me millions of times. That's a new phenomenon yeah, that just started happened. today. Right, right. It never happens. Let me um see if I can do something on my end to help it. It's well, no, because what I've got only controls XLRs. It doesn't control anything coming in through the USB. So, is how you're getting into my ears right now. Oh, a lot going on, man. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in the news. I tried to watch the big three today, just kind of flip between them when they went live with their national news broadcast, the big uh, CBS, ABC, and NBC, and everybody was 
pretty much live streaming from Afghanistan or somewhere nearby. Um, hopefully they're not there. Hopefully that's like a backdrop, like a green screen, because why would you be over there? Well, if you're I, just a reporter, I, um, I was watching some of it today and, uh, there are still some reporters there, like, uh, the CNN reporter now, she was all dressed in the black garb and the hijab and everything, you know, because the Taliban was moving into town. So there, there really are still some, uh, some, uh, American reporters there on scene, which, uh, um, they're braver than me because I'd have got the fuck out. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I I wouldn't have gone there to begin with. There is no amount of money that you could pay me to to work over there. There's just not. I'm not that brave. I'm not that adventurous. Like I like my comforts of being home and having my roots planted. <clears throat> I've got a a bone to pick. I know this isn't on the board. I I wanted some hot tea today and. These cups, man, when you grab them, you don't know where to drink out of them. Like you have to look at the hole. Where's the hole at? Where's the mouth hole? Where's it at? Like, I don't even see it. Like you have to look for the hole. Can we not do that, please? Can we make a, like a, a raised portion here for your lips or something so you could visually just look at it from the side and tell where the hell you're, which part of the cup needs to go to your mouth? That's, right. that's quite annoying. Well, because um, even those insulated cups, the ones that have the handle on it, it acts as uh, like indexing. So, you know, if you put your hand near the, you know, either inside the handle or grab the handle, you'll know where the spot yes. will be. Yeah, right, right. So this is just, I have some that do have the little, you know, raised part here for your lips. But this is, there's, and and I can't go by like the badge that's on the cup because it just depends on how tight you tighten this, you know, lid. So anyway, I just... I don't know. Just a boomer complaint. Boomer problems. We all got them. Yeah. I was going to say white man problems, but yeah, boomer problems is probably less likely to get me thrown off of uh, platforms. <laughs> so we'll um, just start going down the board if that's okay with you. Um, yeah, do you want to do one of yours? What do you want to do? Um, well, we can start with one of yours and then one of mine or however you want to run it. I I read all your stories that I could. The, there was one where uh, the content was no longer available, but I think I got the gist. Oh, nice. Let me share this screen. I had these all preloaded yesterday. I did kind of a dry run because I haven't done this. So I wanted to kind of dry run it and make sure I know where to click and whatnot. And... When I did it, I, I loaded my videos into StreamYard so I could use, just click on them and they'd load right up. Well, after doing that a couple of times with a couple of different, you know, videos, there was no audio. It would just stop playing. It, like it would play fine, but there was no sound. And there's so at some kind of a glitch with this particular platform. They need to work on that. There's no way it could be my error. Because, no, absolutely well, not. You know, right? Right. <laughs> just saying. So let me share my screen, share screen. Of course, I have to click through 20 things to get there, but hey, we're going to get there. Where is it? Oh, so so this is um this was a Twitter video uh, of a ferry evacuating people from Greece uh, over the weekend. And I just, I've got the audio kind of muted because it's just a bunch of chatter and noise. So I just wanted, this is terrible. I mean, this... Could you imagine looking off of a boat and seeing that, dude? That would 
It's being insane. Like it's so sad. There's a there's a um lot of world history on the island too, which is you know scary in a way just to think about some of the stuff that that could be ruined there. Yes, uh, I I haven't dug up any of the specs or data for how many acres or whatever have burned and and what all is you know if if there's any hope of them you know capturing this and and or or containing this you know if there's it like here you know when we have like a, a wildfire in California or something like that they'll give you an estimate you know they hope to have it contained by next Thursday that kind of thing and I don't know if they have any plans to ever get it contained that looks pretty out of control yeah um I, I read some stuff on it, and I think most of the important cultural sites are still um, safe at this point. And if I remember the number correctly, I think they said something like a, like 300,000 hectares had burned so far. But I don't know what the fuck a hectare is. You know what I mean? They got to tell me in acres. I know a guy named uh, uh, Hector. Yeah, imagine 300,000 hectares, man. That's fucked that, up. That's, that's a lot of big dudes. Right. <laughs> the one I knew was... Like this, he was all big. <laughs> that really is a human tragedy. <laughs> well, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I think it's sad. I, I don't understand it. Of course, you know, they want to link everything to climate change. So this is climate change's fault. But it's just sad. Why, why can't we just go, you know, that sucks. And, and not have to go, well, you know, it's the polar ice caps are melting and the temperature of the ocean waters are raising. Yeah. Well, it's like the, the fires in California. Um I believe certainly there is a link to uh, global warming to some extent, but what we always seem to find out is like uh, several of these fires over the last few years have been a uh, faulty electrical equipment sparking and then lighting the brush on fire. Yep. And we seem to like gloss over that, you know, all right, if we know we got really dry grassy land around these things, why aren't these things better insulated? Why isn't uh trimming done around those so if an errant spark goes there's nothing for it to get to you know so there, there's a climate change issue but this is in a lot of ways a human error and corporate malfeasance as well exactly they get uh pretty good amounts of money i don't know that it's enough but they get pretty good amounts of money from the from the federal government to help them um pay to to keep things like dead brush cleared and to cut back, you know, limbs from power lines and that kind of stuff. And they don't do it. They use the money for other things. And it's like you said, you know, it's, it's just blatant um, corporate misappropriation of funds, whatever you want to call it. But they just, it, I don't know, just sucks. Why can't, why can't the boomers run stuff, man? Why can't we just run stuff? We would get it done. You know what I mean? <laughs> I yeah, really dude, believe I don't, that. I don't, I don't need to live any larger than I already do. Like, I'm comfortable with, with you know, what I have, what I've obtained in, in life. I don't, I don't have some kind of, a, like, a fantasy of being a billionaire one day. So I, if I got that kind of an opportunity to run those kinds of things, I wouldn't be out for myself. I'd be out to help people, help, help my, my state, you know? Anyway. Uh, but of course, the minute I get in there, I'd be like, yeah, let me make some backdoor deals for myself and set up me and my grandkids and everybody else. I know. So who knows? Uh, you know who Opie I, I is. What? Oh, you got something to say? Yes, I do. Well, I was going to say, um, 
you get into you get into those positions, then you start thinking like, man, I could sure get a lot more done if I just had a private jet to fly around on. I didn't have to mess <laughs> with all the shit at the airport and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm out here trying to battle climate change, but you know, it makes my job easier if I have a jet. Um, so let's see. Sorry, I I am not good at this. So y'all are just gonna have to hate. Put in hate. You said you wanted to talk about Greg Opie. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up here in just a second. Doop doop do this guy. You know, on a Friday we had the the uh maskinator. On here, uh, we had a clip of him telling everybody to screw your freedoms, put on a mask. So now we have Opie doing it. Opie from Opie and Anthony fame. Here he is. Well, look, uh, you know, we got freedom in America. I understand the freedom of choice in America. And if you don't want to get vaccinated, I guess that's your prerogative. I don't think it's very, very smart, but uh, that's just my opinion. We all have dumb opinions, right? That old saying, uh, opinions are like assholes. We all have them, right? People should be able to do whatever the hell they want, but their decisions are really affecting others and really hurting others. And there's an incredible irresponsibility in America these days where, sadly, it's making me uh, change my tune. Because I was even like, oh, why are they making us wear seatbelts? I was all for letting it all go. There comes a, a uh, incredible responsibility with freedom. And there's a lot of people out there that uh, aren't taking that responsibility seriously. So, yeah, unfortunately, I've, I've changed my tune on a bunch of those things. Okay, so, look. Opie, does anybody give, and that's good for him. That's He's getting out what he feels. Good for him, but... Is anybody going to change their tune because Opie told them to? Uh, I'll take oh. no for a thousand dollars. I was going to say, does Opie influence you? <laughs> does Does he have any influence over your thoughts politically or even comedically? Like how, whatever. No, um, what I think, um, maybe more people realize it than uh, will actually say it, but. Nobody uh, offering an opinion on anything is going to change anyone's mind at all anymore. You know what I mean? And the only place that probably ever works is uh, these uh, teenage influencers and pop stars. They might influence other, you know, like 13 or 14 year old girls and boys or whatever. But beyond that, everyone's set in their ways. I think what I think, you think what you think, you know, and if I don't know, somebody I really respect, uh, tried to change my point of view, I wouldn't change my point of view. I'd be like, wow, he's a little bit more of a dick than I thought he was. Right. I don't, um, like, I don't, I've, I've, I've had my mother be like, Hey man, put on the mask, you know? And I'm like, nah, mom, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like, like it's short of, you know, Jesus coming here and telling me to do this or that. <clears throat> I'm not really influenced by anybody. I mean, maybe my wife. You know, if the wife's like, hey, look, would you just put on a mask and be like, all right, I'll wear one for you. You know, that kind of thing. But there's right. Opie, Opie, really Opie. 26 live viewers, Opie. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, and even when you do it for your wife, it's not that um, she's influenced your opinion. 
it's that she's your wife and she'd feel more comfortable if you did it. And it's not that big of a deal for you to do it if it makes your wife happy. You know, she's not influenced you. You're just doing something for her. Oh, I'll be honest with you. When we when there were mass mandates like at Costco and whatnot here, we would be in, in Costco and she would have her mask kind of down a little bit, just trying to breathe. And I'd be like, would you just put your mask on? Because every time she does this, somebody from the bakery or or whatever who actually works there comes up and says something to her like ma'am you need to put your mask back on your face and i'm just like would you just i'm i just want to get what i need from here and get the hell out of here just just deal with it for 10 more minutes please you like so it is the other way around it's me asking her to put on hers i'm the one who (laughs) who complies my wife is more of the uh fu type when it comes to that kind of stuff like you don't tell me what to do but yeah well, um, let's see if I can well, share that's this. Kind of oh, glitching out a little bit there, bud. Uh, uh, I was going to say that's kind of where I fall on the mask thing is um, if you go into a private business and it's their policy that you wear a mask, then you wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, then go to another, you know, business that sells sure. the same wares. And exactly. Yeah. And that's where I have the problems with people that don't want to wear a mask. Look, you don't have a. Uh, you don't necessarily have a right to shop at Costco. You know, that's not a constitutionally exactly. guaranteed right. So yeah. you and follow if, the rules. If you're that, um, if you think that you, oh, well, I just won't give Costco my money. If you really think that's going to hurt their bottom line, you're insane. Now, now, if you were able to stand out front and influence everybody going in not to go in, that might hurt them a little bit, but they're not going to change their policy. They're more concerned about like appealing to the, you know, woke bullshit than they are um, giving a shit about their uh, patrons, you know? Yeah. And and there's the, uh, the kind of uh, corporate protection mentality as well. Let's say they don't have a mask mandate. And then it turns out that there was some kind of super spreader event at Costco where like 200 people all got COVID and a bunch were hospitalized. That would be a catastrophic lawsuit for them, you know? So true. part of it is self-interest. Covering well. your ass. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Covering your ass. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's see. Let me share this one. Anybody an Iron Maiden fan? So uh, this is uh Bruce Dickinson, vocalist for Iron Maiden. He's been their vocalist for a long, 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 long time. He replaced Paul Diano, what, back in like 80 or something like that? Yeah. Well, he he tested positive for COVID-19 after being fully vaccinated. Um, just thought that was interesting. Uh, just more of that. And, and this is coming in. Look, anybody who thinks that the vaccine is is going to prevent you from getting COVID, you're you're incorrect. You're you're. It's not like, a, you know, a measles or mumps vaccine. It's, it's not like polio. It doesn't prevent you from getting it. It just makes it to where if you do get it, the, you know, you don't get as sick. You, you have a better shot of, you know, walking away. So, yeah, kind of. Ma- it, it, <laughs> this is perfect. Margaret Thatcher's looking good. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of uh, mitigates the effects, you know, so they won't be as severe. Right, exactly, uh, and that's why, kind of, why I, I wanted to bring that up. I'm not, I'm not anti-vax like everybody thinks. I'm not, um, you know, I, I'm not at all. I, I, I think if you want to get it, go, go for it, and and but just no, don't don't get it thinking, oh, it's going to protect me from from getting sick. No, you 
you may you very well may get sick you're just not gonna be put on a ventilator and and all that stuff from if you catch catch the virus after getting the vaccine so i just and it's it's like for some reason that's not being put out there it's 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 i mean even biden when you know he was out here saying oh if you get it you're not going to get sick you won't get covid here i've got a clip I mean, sorry, I am slow at bringing up clips, y'all. Uh, I, I've, like I said, there should be a better way to do this, but there's not. Let's see, stop screen. Because the there's a way to do it, but it's just glitchy. I don't get audio and whatnot. So here, let's bring up this one. Now, this is a quick one, so you got to pay attention. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Okay, and that's. That's misinformation, but guess where I pulled that from? YouTube. That's still up there. So why don't we? They pull that because that's misinformation. He's wrong. He is one hundred percent wrong. You know, there's, there's, that needs to be pulled off of YouTube with everything else, right? Yeah. Um. Unless it's put up there, um, where someone, uh, the author of the video, is like a uh, Biden lies again or something. You know what a I news mean? Panel. Oh, was it? Because, you know, if you're using it to say, look, this guy got it wrong, then it's pointing out the misinformation. I, I don't know how YouTube decides. I don't even think they know it's, you know, but some of the shit makes it through. <laughs> hey, there's another one of them. Um, this is from a, a little while back. Uh, he, he was still I think he was and I think he was in that uh, office of the president elect which is some bullshit thing that he made up while he was after he won the election. Um, so it was around that particular period. Sorry, I'm still trying to learn how to do this. Here we go. He would not require it for all Americans. I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. But yet here we are. So. It, uh, you know, it was funny watching all the politicians um, just try and keep up with it because they were dealing with something they didn't know a lot about. And sure, when you, when you come out so um, forcefully right at the beginning, and then you start learning new shit, and you got to backtrack everything you said, you know. And I think that's happened to everyone on the COVID thing. I I'm not going to necessarily say they weren't trying to do the right thing, but when you speak out so so adamantly before the facts are in you're going to leave yourself open to that kind of shit happening over and over again yes let me see if i can bring this one for some reason i'm having issues uh loading in see if i can drag it off to my desktop that would be easier but no it won't let me Jeez. sorry about the production value here uh john will be back tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Let me see if I can share this one. They'll get fast video clips and no airy noise coming from a mic background. Well, this is a impromptu kind of show. So here we go. What do you think of this one? Uh, this is in Australia. Um, a day out for three young mums has turned into thousands of dollars in fines as uh, I'm guessing that's New South, New South Wales. Police hit multiple groups in one Sydney popular park. Mothers slapped with $1,000 fines for talking in the park. And there they are, writing them up. I, I wonder if they gave one to the baby, too. Oh, well, they better if the little bastard wasn't masked up. That's right. And um, there's been 
countless videos. The audio quality isn't good enough to bring in to hear. Uh, just uh, you yeah, really have to listen hard to to hear it. But of you know, helicopters flying over the beach where there was people at the beach. It wasn't packed. It wasn't. They weren't piled on top of each other. They were. You can tell it was like a husband and wife over here and a you know couple over here and one person by themselves over there. They weren't huddling together. But the helicopter was like, you know, this is the police, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you need you are in violation of, you know, COVID lockdowns, whatever. Return to your vehicles. When you return to your vehicle, there will be an officer there to write you a fine. <laughs> it's like, well, oh, OK, now we know what this is about. This is about generating revenue. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, I mean. Oh, man. Um, uh, I saw. um Turt from We Only Do One Take podcast. He had posted a couple things about Twitter about it. He was pretty upset about the whole thing. Oh yeah, he's he's down there, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, he was pretty upset about it. I think I've heard him. I think he came into the Discord once or twice. Yeah, he has a one of the, one of the shows where all of us were on my show. He popped in. It was one of those long okay. shows we did. That's what it was. Now this next. This next video, if you have young ears or you're at work and don't want to hear foul language, I'm giving you a warning now. There are some F-bombs in this. I found this video hilarious. Um, I'm not trying to uh, support <laughs> this guy's what he says, but I just found it hilarious. So if you are against the uh, F-word... Uh, yelled at you at high volumes, please um, make make the necessary adjustments now because I'm about to hit play. <laughs> so. Hey, it's in this document. They're going to declare us all terrorists. It's in there. And I get people wouldn't go look it up. They thought I made it up. Now it's all over the news. Oh, you're a terrorist. Screw you. You're the globalist terrorist. You're the Nazi, socialist, commies, authoritarians, whatever you want to call it. If you want me to pause it, just let me know. That I'm not essential. And that I, and, and another lockdown's coming, and I've got to put up with it. But I've got to take an experimental shot, or I can't fly on an airplane, or I can't have a job. Fuck you, fuck you. I got plenty of words for you, but at the end of the day, fuck you and your new world order, and fuck the horse you rode in on, and all your shit. You people are criminals, and just because you get the whole media to that oh, you're whoa, doing is 101 evil, I touched classically my mouth. <laughs> bad, classically evil, out of every dystopic novel, out of every dystopic country. And I just can't believe so many fellow Americans and all these academics that got three, four degrees are signed on to tyranny because you know you have a worthless degree and you've been promised some place in this new authoritarian takeover. Nobody's got a place in this. This is a satanic world government takeover. See, trying to steal the birthright of humans. And I apologize to your family viewers. And I'm cussing here, but we're not putting this out over the satellite or over radio or TV. We're posting it <laughs> banned on video. And at the end of the day, you know Well, what? he doesn't know that this is going to be pulled and put on every said, platform. Fuck you, Bill Gates. Oh, he absolutely knows that. Good or bad. But how bad are the people injecting children with deadly goddamn poison that's killing them? What are you going to do about that? I'm asking you right now. Lower IQs in our children, massive bacterial pneumonia, killing kids all over the country. And their answer is a new lockdown when it's the damn masks that are causing it and the poison so-called vaccine on record <laughs> that's causing the shedding. It's All righty. So 
Well, hold on. Yep, we're still live on YouTube. So, <laughs> we made it yeah, so I mean, you know, if he wouldn't start screaming New World Order and say satanic this and that, and maybe, okay, you know, it would be a little bit, I don't know, I don't want to say believable, but you can maybe side with him a little bit on, on certain things. But when he starts yelling like that, all the tinfoil hat stuff, it's hard to, hard to, we go, yeah, what he said. That that was kind of the exact same thought I had about it. Is uh, he's trying to make a point in there. He got in New World Order, socialist, communist, Nazi, dictatorship. Um, all, of, all of the buzzwords. Right. He got them all in there. You know what I mean? So, so um, his message gets lost because immediately you see uh, his agenda. You know what I mean? And his agenda comes through more than his message. You know, he got them all in there. Like, he, I mean, he knows what he's doing because he gets the clicks and that's what he wants, you know? Sure. My favorite part in there is when he said, you're going to tell me I'm not essential. I'm, I'm sure he meant like essential worker. And I was like, well, no, your show isn't really essential. We're talking about, you know, doctors, nurses, you know, not YouTube hosts. That's not essential. Yeah, he's like I said, I think if he would just lay off of all the tinfoil hat stuff and, and like tone it down, just, just say, you know, they're killing kids with these masks and the vaccines or whatever they want to say, whatever he wants to say. Oh, okay. You know, I'll, I'll listen to you. Maybe go, okay, well maybe they are, I'll do a little, you know, research on my own and see what I can find. Uh, maybe not the level of, you know, research that you do soft, um, for things, but cause you actually already have worked as a professional researcher, which is more than just typing things into Google. Right. <laughs> but, exactly. <laughs> But uh, I, w- I would at least, you know, look into it. But when he starts to yell all the New World Order and Satanism and, like you said, with the Nazis and the communists, and it's just, ah, okay, now you're getting a little too, like, like you know, militant, too aggressive, too, too angry. Like, what are you going to do about it, Alex? What are you going to do about it? Talk about it? You know, are you going to... Uh, write a, a letter to your congressman, or you? What are you going to do? But I mean, I know he goes out and does marches and tries to make an appearance. But how much of of that is just for his show? You know what I mean? How much of that is 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 just dog pony show? And look at me, I'm out here. Uh, by the way, buy my anti fluoride or buy my no fluoride toothpaste. Right. You know? It's like um at the start of it, you know, he he holds up a report and he says uh. This document says they're going to declare us all terrorists. And then he puts down the report. Why not highlight the passage where they say that from the report? You know what I mean? Instead of just, you can hold up any piece of paper. This, this document says Bob is going to be king in two years. Then I slam it down. Yeah, that'd be good, too. He does like to print stuff. You notice that? Like, nothing is digital. Like, he doesn't have monitors around him with... Like like we do right now. I didn't print all of this stuff out. That's a lot of ink, man. That that ain't cheap. <laughs> so. I, I've noticed a lot of uh, older broadcasters like to do that. Like um, Drew Lane from the Drew and Mike show, he prints out everything. You know what I mean? He'll have a whole stack of papers in front of him. And if you've ever watched uh, uh, the Dick show, their live feed, Dick Masterson always has a big old sheaf of papers in front of him as well. So yeah, some- I've some of the I've older guys. Watched, yeah. Yeah. I've only watched his life feed a couple of times and I never really noticed him 
uh, like flipping around with different pieces of paper. They also zoom in so close. Uh, I often, when I watch Dick's uh, you know live show or the video of his show, it looks like a. It reminds me of like a cooking show where they zoom in too close on the eggs that are going into the the bowl. It's like back out a little bit. <laughs> like they need All to right. pull back their camera angles. So anyway. Uh, let's see. You want to get into what we opened with, uh, which is the Taliban and, and Afghanistan stuff. Yeah. I just wanted to know what your thoughts are. Um, I mean, we've spent trillions, wrecked countless lives, lost countless more, uh, and they take the country over anyway. Was it worth it? Does it matter? Uh, I'd like to know your thoughts on future impacts in the region and the world. And does our country ever learn any lessons? Um, let me see where to start with all that. That's a lot of questions. Um, in the end, it would be countless to say it doesn't make a difference because like you said, you know, I think the number was a uh, $2 trillion and we spent 20 years there. Uh, lots of similarities to Vietnam, but in the end, no, it does not really matter. I think, uh, we could have been there for 20 more years and probably the same thing would have happened because, when we went in, uh, our goal always was to get Al-Qaeda, and then it switched to ISIS. Like, uh, we never really uh, – we went after Mullah Omar, but after he was dead, I think that was like in 2013, then we quit worrying about the Taliban, and we always knew they were there. So I think if you're if you could get all the people that know a lot more about it than you and I, to be really honest, they would all probably tell you that, Oh yeah, we saw this was going to happen. Well, some are saying that the Chinese are going to waltz right in and take all the mining rights and control all the poppies, poppy fields, which are used for some of those who don't know. Poppy fields are used to make uh, narcotics, both illegal and prescription. Yes, um, I, I don't know about that because uh, uh, that's part of the thing about Afghanistan is uh, they don't want foreigners coming in there, especially non-Muslim foreigners. So I don't think they would be any more open to China than they would a Western country such as ourselves or Eastern Bloc country like Russia. You know, they, they don't want infidels in there. Well, the numbers that the media gave was uh to, we've lost you know 2000 american lives have been given to afghanistan and 40,000 uh civilians now they said it was almost a tr- trillion dollars i i think that number's a little light but, uh, i saw i saw somewhere it said 2 trillion so yeah it it probably is closer to 2 trillion but i mean that's a lot of lives given up and for what for the same the the same guys to take it over anyway that we're going to take it over that we're basically taking it over before so what have we done what is what good has been done i mean we made a lot of uh, billionaires with the um out, outsourcing of everything that we did over, you know we had them rebuilding homes and re- rebuilding everything and uh so yeah John, we- john's in the chat i got to bring up his uh comment here i, I guess he's talking to you cuz he would never call me a name Oh, <laughs> he says, hey, dummy, have you have you heard the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yeah, I've heard. So, that. Yeah. Um, I think he's talking to you about the well, you know, they wouldn't let China come in here because they're not Muslim. But I think I think money talks. 
too in a in a country that's dead broke and a um organization like the taliban who are, are looking for massive amounts of money right now to to accomplish what they want to so yeah i just see it that now that uh we're out of there they'll be able to get all their poppy fields back into full production again and that's how they always finance themselves before was the drug trade and uh Sure, I've heard the the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but when when the Soviets were booted out of there, it's not like Afghanistan let Western countries waltz in. Right. It you know it didn't happen before, so sure it could happen, but I don't I don't see it playing out that way. Steve, I've always read that the Muslims, if if they could, they would have burned the poppy fields because they're against that kind of stuff based on their you know religious beliefs. They don't they don't they don't like the fact that that's going on there. They don't and that's light them on fire. They don't. They don't like uh, their people to do them. Which, uh, if you've ever read some books, like uh, the Kite Runner, is a good one. Like a lot of uh, Taliban, addicted to opium, and that's how they finance everything: is the poppy trade. Right. I don't. I don't read a lot of books. If you can't tell, I'm kind of an idiot. So I just uh, play everything by ear. You know. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, I'd like to jump over to one of your topics, if that's okay. Yeah, I don't know if sure. you have anything that would kind of transition over into that. I don't think you do. So which one are you interested in in, in, uh, in me bringing up? Um, let me see. Uh, have you seen the the video of the uh, Detroit cop punching the dude in Greektown? Is that the Michigan dudes one? Yep. Yeah, I've got the video pulled. Let me bring it up. I haven't really heard anything about this particular story. Um You can tell me if uh, this is it. I think I've got the right one. I could be wrong. Sorry, I'm just, I'm not sure. I may have the wrong story. So if I've got the wrong, uh, like, video file, please let me know. Yeah. Is is that wrong? Uh, Yeah, I don't think that's how it started. No. Let me check mine. It should be the right video up there. Yeah, the attachment says several Detroit police officers under investigation. Yeah, that's that's what I got. Okay, <laughs> this might be a longer form of a thing. Yeah, see, if you look at the top of my uh, window here, it says uh, several police officers. All right, this should be it then. All right, yeah, this is a three-minute video, so let me know. If we begin with several anything. Detroit police officers now under investigation. Thanks for joining us for 7 Action News at 6. I'm Alan Campbell. And I'm Carolyn Clifford. The investigation stems from an incident early yesterday morning in Greektown. The first video is shocking, showing a Detroit police officer punching a man in the face. Oh, wait, wait to see this. Falling to the pavement. Boom. Oh, come on. Now, new video shows what happened just minutes before. You'll meet the man who shot it all on his cell phone. However, this isn't the first time in recent months violence has erupted in Greektown. Officers have dealt with shootings, stabbings, and fights. But when it comes to... So is, is this a case of we only saw one part of it? We only saw the cops being assholes. We didn't see them... Yeah, um, yeah. The, they show a little bit pre, but it's not really important because you still don't see the whole video. Now, um, in some of the videos, you can see what there was a big melee going on because there was uh, cops on horseback down there, and the horse had horses have little like flashing lights like a cop car, like the horse had the all the horses had their lights on. There was cop cars or lights on, and obviously, if you see you know that many strike force cops down there something was going off and like they said there's been a lot of shootings and stuff down there um 
it's it's really out of control and it, it's right near a casino which makes it even worse because a lot of people were getting robbed you know they've had a lot of yeah, a higher, a higher crime rate crime de- definitely hangs around those areas what's going right. on and, in- and yesterday's incident the interim police chief says it all looks bad and that he's looking into it seven action news reporter jim kirstner is live in detroit to break this all down for us jim so Jim's about to break it down for us. Are you ready? <laughs> Go for it, Jim. I don't know if this is going to be like a drop tune, drop D, drop C kind of a genty breakdown. So get ready to bang your head. We're going to have a breakdown. Alan and Carolyn, this happened at 2.30 yesterday morning as the nightclub was closing and people moved out onto the street. Few people and police then clashed just minutes later. But why did they clash? The video shows a big group of police moving in on one guy in an orange mask. There's pushing. Then it escalates. More police move in. You can see some officers punching and then using their knees. In the next video, pay attention to the man in the blue and orange Detroit Tiger shirt trying to intervene and a man in a red shirt pulling him back. Then the third video. That man is pushed by one officer. He falls to the ground, gets up and is punched. But you notice he was punched by a black guy. Yes. (laughs) So I guess it's not racism. uh, I don't know. The escalation there. I did not see our training there. The man who hits the ground is raised up by an officer. The police walk away. The man is helped away by other civilians. He was not arrested. That's key in this ongoing investigation. The procedures are if the man had assaulted police in any way, he would be arrested. I see what you see. see. But what if it's the other way around? Is the cop allowed to hit him in the face? Well, no, uh, I think that officer is suspended right now, and as are a couple other ones that were there during the incident. And uh, Charlie LaDuff, who uh, had a noble podcast, he knows tons of Detroit cops, and I guess that cop that threw this had already had some uh, investigations into his use of force before, and he, he's kind of known to be a little free with the hands and whatnot or baton or whatever, oh, yeah. but, but he is known to be a problem in the past. So do I need to run the rest of this clip, or have we nah. pretty much Yeah, that's pretty much it. But I just thought yeah, it was I, I hadn't heard anything about this. Yeah, the interesting thing is uh, it was a black cop, like you said, so you can't say racism. Oh, they can't say blatant racism. They'll call it a systematic racism. You know, police blue line, yeah, blue line racism. But what I think people miss is it's a real shit show at two in the morning down there in Greektown. You know what I mean? There weren't all those cops there because nothing was going on. They didn't just show up and say, "Hey, we're going to kick some ass." Well, yeah, like uh, John says here, why arrest him? The liberal DA will just release him. I don't know if that's going on in uh, Detroit. Is that has that been an issue where you know you, nobody really? They may go to jail, but they walk right out, kind of thing. Uh, you know what? No, not not as much as John would suggest. I don't think any more than uh what happens in in local community or local yeah, communities like where everywhere. I live or where he lives. Yeah. Right. I don't think any more than that. Um, interesting thing, just to kind of go along with that up here in Genesee County, which is where Flint is because of COVID and they weren't doing cases. The jail is overcrowded and 94% of the inmates in there uh, haven't been sentenced or went to trial yet because all the courts were so backed up. 
because of COVID and not being able right. to go to court. So 94% of the people in that jail haven't been tried or convicted of anything yet, which I thought was yeah. a crazy number. I'll uh, see if I can bring up your other story here. I can somehow get it to open. Which properly. one are you going to? Um, I was going to do the, uh, well, here, I'll just try to pull it. I can't get the JPEG to open up just by itself without the little uh, notations at the bottom. So it's just, uh, like I said, it's a live and learn kind of thing. We'll go with, what is that one about? Is it is is that the woman who um, called the cops? Yeah, the with the her dog and that guy in the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, was uh, some some messed up stuff. Yeah, well, um, Barry Weiss has done a podcast on this too, and more people are digging into it. And it turns out that really, the dude is the asshole in all this. There's been there's been a. Uh, other black people come up and say, you know, he did the same shit to us and he was an asshole to us too. So yeah, he, he carries like dog treats in his pocket too, doesn't he? And that's, that's like his MO. Right. It's a weird MO to have. <laughs> right. And he's, he's done it to multiple other people. Some of them black and the story's coming out now that he was the asshole, you know, and she was, she was a, a bitch and a racist and all this where it turns out that this guy was, just out there trying to be a dick and someone finally said something to him about it. And I just thought it was funny how this chick got crucified and it turns out she was in the right. Yeah. The uh, headline here for those who are enjoying the audio version of this um, media acts like Westboro Baptist church and it's condemnation of Amy Cooper. Now, Amy Cooper is the lady that what, this is like a, a year ago, wasn't it? When yeah. she was in the park, was it like, uh, was it like uh, central park? Yeah, it was, um, yeah. It was like a, a dog park area or something in Central Park, yes. Yeah, and she, I guess, was walking her dog, and this guy was giving her dog dog treats or something, and she, back then, it was, you know, keep your distance, wear your mask thing. So I couldn't tell if she was being a Karen because of that or if she just was being, uh, you know, uh, a racist bitch. Yeah, it was, I think how it went down is because of, Sure, you're still supposed to have your dog on a leash there, but you know, if you got a well trained dog and you're in the dog part, you'll let him off the leash a little bit, you know. And then, sure. what, then what this guy would do is he would uh, lure the dogs over with treats and then be like, hey, put your dog on a leash. He's bothering me. But, you know, that kind of bullshit. Oh, man. Okay. And, and for those who, have a, who don't remember Westboro Baptist Church, they're, they're using that <clears throat> like that was the kid who was like smiling in the face of the, uh, of the native uh, American banging the drum in his face. So if you remember that story, they're, they're basically treating her like the media treated that kid. <laughs> so I don't know why they, yeah. And that a lawsuit like, from the media. Huh? That kid, that kid won a, uh, he won a lawsuit. I can't remember. Well, they didn't He's disclose it. <clears throat> they, well, he was, he won a, a lot of them. He's, I think like CNN, they like settled out of court and there's, yeah, there's, there's ongoing cause he's nailing everybody, which I don't blame him. Good for him. He shouldn't have to work for the rest of his life. You know? Yeah. That was a funny story too, because it turns out that it was the, uh, the black Israelites that actually instigated the whole thing and no one ever talked oh, yeah. about that at all. You know? Well, they don't, 
they don't ever show you the whole story and i get it the whole story may take 20 minutes to to play the clip you know but sometimes it's uh kind of important that you show the group of you know of guys over here that were screaming you know racial things at those at those kids and i mean they were kids they were all high school kids that were on like a field trip yeah it was a school trip yeah so now let's see oh i i liked this one uh i don't really have anything to share screenshot wise the uh Biden hammered for spending time at Camp David while the Taliban takes over Afghanistan. You want to open that particular story yourself or you want me to take it? Well, uh, yeah, I'll, here's my thoughts on it is I guess, of course, uh, someone's going to give them shit about it. But um, Camp David is a White House away from the White House. You know what I mean? He's got all right. the communications, everything he could that he would need at the White House to uh, stay in contact with world leaders, senators, all that stuff. You know, so I just think it's funny that we're making s- such a big deal about it. There's no more he could have did at the White House than he could do at Camp David. You know, I, I just, of course, he's going to take shit, and I think it's funny, but what more could he have done from the White House that he couldn't do from Camp David? I don't know. Holy crap. Kroger has Red Baron pizzas for 2.49. Oh, I'm going to have to tell my uh, oldest son <laughs> about that. <laughs> he eats the shit out of those things. My wife ate one uh 2 days ago. She was like, "Man, this is really good." And I was like, "Which one was that?" And she was like, "I don't remember." So I had to look at the box and she was like, "That was the Red Baron." She's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, <laughs> I, the one the one thing I thought was just funny about this. Well, I described why I think it's funny, but I can't remember a specific in- incident, but I know they did the same thing to Trump when he would uh, go to Mar-a-Lago, you know, what did he call yeah. it, his uh, Southern White House or whatever. I f- forget what he called it. But he yeah. had all the all his communication needs and everything met down there, too. And so so uh, the left did it to Trump, and now the right's doing it to Biden. So I get it. But I, I think both examples are nonsense. It's not like where, you know, he... He's skiing up in the Alps somewhere, and he's incommunicado, and he doesn't know what's going on. Camp David is a tiny White House. It's got everything you need there. I did see a photo of him um, at this really long oak table that they they said he was at Camp David basically watching everything. There's, you know, television on the screen. He's on this end of the table, and he's just kind of like this, and he's watching watching everything go on. And, and uh, I mean, what's he going to do? What's he going to do from there? Is he going to um, jump on a plane and fly over to Afghanistan and try talking to him, giving him, giving him, you guys are up past your bedtime, go to bed. No, no ice cream for you. No dessert. What is he, what, what do they want him to do? Right. It's like, um, let's say you did want him. Uh, maybe we need to send uh, 5,000 more troops or whatever. Right. Uh, do you think he's going to go, man, I, I'd like to send 5,000 more troops, but just can't do it from Camp David. No, nope. it's fucked up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the part that was weird to me was that that oak table probably seated like thirty six people. It was massive. It was like as big as my room that I'm in right now, which is a half of a garage, like a big oversized two car garage. So, so um, yeah, I, I was like, that's an awfully elaborate table for one guy to be at by himself, <laughs> like. Right. He could, <laughs> watch this from like the you know living room tel- television but anyway uh like i said it's it's 
they they all do it you know they all blame the prior administration for everything they're blaming the crisis at the border right now is trump's fault it's because he undid policies that were put into place by the prior administration before trump and well now they're you know broken system that's not it's not trump's this has been going on for decades it's been a problem for decades so well i guess i should have mentioned this when we did the original taliban story but this is kind of the thing is um when obama was president he started cutting down the troops with the plan of eventually getting them all out. And then things got really bad. So then we had the troop surge, remember, where he had to surge more troops in. And then after that surge, he started bringing some back and stuff. So Obama wanted to get the troops out. And then uh, Trump came in uh, campaigning on getting the troops out of there. And then he finally made the move towards the end of his presidency. And there was a uh, an agreement signed with the Taliban that we were supposed to be out by May 21st or some shit. I can't remember the exact date. It was sometime in May. And then Biden came in and he moved the troops out. So this is uh, it's been a three president thing to try and make this happen. And like I said, I think the, the outcome was inevitable anyway. And I'll at least give Biden credit for the fact that, you know, he said, look, We've had we've had troops in Afghanistan for four presidents now, and I'm not going to hand the same problem off to a fifth president. So he he was just done delaying the inevitable, and you know the troops are out, and uh, I think anyone that paid attention is seeing that what's happening is what they knew would happen. Sorry, I'm getting the next thing arranged. Um, yeah, I. I, I'd love an, a good argument, but I can't argue with you because you're right on this. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I'm going to share this one. This has got, I've got t- two versions of this. Now, this is version number one. This is a, 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 a TikTok. Now, well, why is this on TikTok? Well, you're going to pull stuff from TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, because they don't allow this on any other platform, uh, maybe like BitChute or something. But so this is a TikTok that I, had to actually look at it and go, well, I'm not sure what she's t- t- talking about here. So watch the clip kind of slow. It's, it's not real long. Now there you see our three, you know, number one, two, and three in charge. And then you see this guy, right? Walk by. I was like, Hey, is that Chuck Norris's son? <laughs> now this woman is like, did you see that? Huh? Did you just see what I saw? Well, yeah, um, I'm watching the video. What do you think? You think I got my eyes closed? So that's the video, right? And I'm like, well, what what is the problem there? Well, I don't understand what the issue is. So I scrub back and I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's the guy. I don't know. The only, I mean, the first thing I initially went to was, well, our number one, two, and three in command are in the same place at the same time. And that's usually not a good idea. Right, it's a slight security issue. Yeah, yeah, the succession of power. But I don't think it's you know illegal because they do it during the State of the Union address and that kind of stuff too. So it's not against the law, but they are outdoors. That's not safe. So I thought, well, maybe it's the guy. So I asked. Well, I know who the guy is. Who's the guy? That isn't that the officer that's been testifying before Congress. He was one of the dudes beat up in the, at January 6th. He's one of those cops. Well, I'll tell you what everybody else thinks. Cause I sent the video to my buddy wise guy who is in all things conspiracy. Okay. 
And he even was like, yeah, look, you know, uh, he, he sent me this. And let me share it. Sorry, once again, I'm a boomer and I'm stupid. So this is another version of the video with, like, captions and whatnot. Says the first guy who walked in front of the screen was the guy who stormed the Capitol, and and he's dressed as an officer. So the same video. I I'm going to turn it down because I don't want to hear dumbass music. I think that makes the video even worse when they run music under like a, a music bed that's just stock crap. So they're like, now watch, watch where they go with this. Oh, they're saying it's him. <laughs> it's not him that is uh, i know for a fact that that is one of the cops that was working and was attacked so, <laughs> let me share i sent him back this which he was like yeah that's not the same guy so hold on i gotta share another screen sorry this is taking me so long this is the actual guy that was wearing the uh horns and the pelt over his head and and the uh like the face paint that's the guy that is not the same guy that you just saw walk by in that video as a, a decorated officer <laughs> right right it, it, yeah, if you'll notice, it's very clear because when officer walks by, you can see tattoos on this side of his neck. That is yes. the cop who testified before Congress. <laughs> right, right. So uh, just uh, these people, man. Right. So, up. so I, I wonder that TikTok you, you put up there, you know, did you see what I just saw? I wonder how many shares it's gotten, how much steam it's picked well, up i downloaded totally the video I, I downloaded the video i don't have the actual tiktok information i mean it's too many it, too many going yeah you know probably in the comments oh see it's the f by api and the cia man they're they're making people do this stuff it's all planned you know right like, and that's so, all so now there's thirty thousand people around going we caught him again and it's complete and utter bullshit i uh I need to do a little bit of like digging in, in into this particular one here. Um, this one I'm going to have to scrub through. I was going to edit it, and then so many things just came at me that I didn't have time. I got to stop my screen first, and then I got to bring in another video. And again, sorry. So <clears throat> this guy here, this is like a duet. So this is allegedly a, a doctor. He, he, I don't know. His account was doctor whatever. And um, so he's dressed here as a doctor, but I guess anybody could buy those clothes and uh, or that that outfit. Now, this this guy here is in his car and he's going through one of those drive through covid testing sites. I'll, I'll play the first part of it and then I'll scrub through while he because there's a part in here where he has to wait for them to go do something. Just to let you know, for research and educational purposes, I'm recording. Okay. Okay, because I do have a few questions. Okay. Uh, just a few favors to ask you before right. I... I just sent out the papers. You've got to stick to the substance. Yeah, okay, no worries. I didn't yeah. know who's who. That's okay, no, yeah. you're all good. All you've got to do is just fill all the highlighter parts up here yeah. and down here. All right. Any highlighter parts. All right, before I do that, can yeah. I ask you a favor with the testers? Yeah. Um, just wondering, is it the one that goes all the way up your nose or the one that no. just swaps you? No, just down here. That's okay, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's halfway. Don't go all the way up. Okay. Can I ask? Um, can I ask to see one of these testing okay. kits before it's actually removed from its packaging? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's black pen only. So <clears throat> he's asking which which kind of a test it is. Is it the kind that goes all the way up his nose, or the kind that just goes right down there? They said it was the one that just goes right down here at the at the very opening, and um. <clears throat> 
and then he asked, he's like, you know, before you do it, I want to see the test unopened. All right. So they make him wait. They're like, here, like, fill out this piece of paper, blah, 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 blah. And about two minutes in, he, just after two minutes, he gets to the more information. They come back with the uh, test for him. Go ahead. And this doctor that's doing the duet with him never says a word. I'd like to see the testing kit before it's actually removed from this packaging. Thank you. I just want to check on you. There we go. Sterile EO. I just want to confirm that. You know what EO is? No? EO is ethylene oxide. Okay, ethylene oxide is the number one ingredient used in um, antifreeze for cars and machinery. He said not. Ethylene oxide is a massive At the top, if you're watching it, at the top it says not. So it'll give you Hodgkin's <laughs> lymphoma in females, greatly increases the chances of breast cancer. Not. All right. And it'll fuck with your DNA. Literally change the structure of the building blocks of your own body. Okay. So that's here. We're giving this to people. It's sterilized here. Dry. Mountain of tests no, is in- insignificant, he says. So. It's used to sterilize 50% of all medical devices. It's not dangerous in test kits. Now, I could easily ask my wife to, to you know, verify this because she orders supplies for where she works. And they do have an on-site um, instrument, medical instruments, sterilization area. So I could ask her if ethylene oxide is one of those things that she has to, has to order, you know, for that particular department. Right. But, um. This is the kind of shit that's going around on, uh, you know, t- TikTok and whatnot. I just wish the doctor would have just spoke and not just typed in words at the top. Just say not. Say he's wrong. Right. And um, what angers me, I guess, about that, not angers me, but so these people are, are trying to give out, administer free tests to people who want them, right? And then this tool is wasting everybody's time to make yeah, exactly. You know, well, tested, don't yeah, I don't know if there was a long line, but yeah, true, true. That's a good point. Excellent point. Oh, anyway, so um, we are you, we are we are at our hour, but I can keep going if you want to keep going. It's up well, to you, bud. Um, I was wondering if you wanted to cover your snitching while twitching video. <laughs> All right, a, yeah, after I watched. After I watched that, I went and watched about five of her her longer videos on her channel. Okay. Well, good. I would love to hear your your take on it. Just a second. All right, here she is. I got this off of a Twitter. It's uh, Gothics TV from the episode. Are you sorry? Are black people ready to talk? Here we go. Why is it that prominent activists such as Al Sharpton, for example, seem to get richer and richer while the same people they advocate for are still broke, even years after activism? Does that not go through anyone's mind? Or how about the black multi-million dollar celebrities who regurgitate the notion of victimhood and oppression to their fans? We're being hunted in the streets, says LeBron James as he types from his mansion that's specifically not located in the hood. Right. <clears throat> right. Um, so I watched a bunch of her videos, and they're all kind of like this. And I, I want to start by saying that uh, 
she does make a point that um, black people aren't some uh, monolithic. Look, I'm using hand gestures like her. Um, you know, all black people don't think the same way. There are certainly uh, black Republicans, black conservatives, uh, black independents, black libertarians. And a lot of times uh, her point is, is people are putting them all together like uh, all black people think the same way. And But I don't really think most people believe that. It's just a narrative that's kind of going on. But she's there is this new kind of uh, hot or successful or um, getting popular uh, – you know, there's black Twitter, but there's uh, the uh, the black conservative movement. You know, Candace Owens probably started it, but now there's uh, a lot of uh, young black people doing it as well. And that's all fine with me. It's it's just an interesting turn, you know. There's a guy that I follow on Twitter. His name is Zuby. Uh, I think he's at Zuby Music, Z-U-B-Y. And he's, he, he, he's not necessarily right wing at all. He's just... He puts out a lot of, I guess you'd say, logical, well thought out tweets. Um, I I love to read his his uh, take on things. Uh, he's, I think he's a, a rapper. He's a, uh, you know, into you know working out that kind of stuff. I don't know all of his game. I know he sells music and whatnot. Does music? It's actually pretty good. So, uh, you know, I I like to hear that not everybody is just you know rank and file on that side of the aisle and and there are differences of opinion and i kind of uh, agree with her in the fact that it is hard to 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 watch oprah and to hear her talk about being oppressed when she's a fucking billionaire yeah it was a speaking of oprah real quick this is a little off uh subject but i'll say it real quick obama was uh getting ready to have a party i don't know if he's had it yet or whatever but he had his birthday party last uh this a, a week ago this last weekend Right, but uh, he had to cut down the guest list, and they were they were talking about who he cut down, and someone was like, "Well, Oprah wasn't there. Oprah was never on the guest list. Obama fucking hates Oprah, dude. I think that's funny as hell. He really? Fucking, yeah, he does not like Oprah. He never has. It, it was in the days leading up to the party. Um, it was in the news articles that Oprah was was among you know the guest list. Um, there was one guy who was glad he got a call. And he got a call to be to to come to the party and they called him. I guess he called them back and they told him, yeah, you know what? We're going to have to cut you off the list. We're trying to, you know, make the list a little bit like smaller because of COVID and whatnot, which I don't see what the difference between 700 people, 200 of them staff or 400 and like 75 people. I don't see what the difference is really when you're talking about. Everything's underneath a tent. I guess they were COVID-proof tents, but I don't. I would good for him. Have a excellent, you know, birthday party. Good for you. But uh, the guy who was glad that he was taken off the list was Larry David, and the reason he was glad was because he he was afraid that Obama wanted him to perform to do comedy, and he just he didn't have nothing you know written, nothing ready to go. So he was like, I'm glad. Woof. Like a dodge that <laughs> bullet, you know. So, um, w- we had some. Uh, well, I had a little personal experience with guest lists getting cut down. Uh, my nephew got married this summer, and when they were planning it all a year and a half ago or stuff, uh, invitations were all sent out and blah 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 blah. And there was two hundred people invited, 
And uh, like four months out from the wedding, uh, the venue where it was going to be at the reception and whatnot, got a hold of him and said, look, because of COVID, you can't have more than 75 people. So he already, you know, he had a, he had a, um, you know, 200 invitations and he had to contact 125 people he sent invitations to and say, uh, you can't come now. It was kind of fucked up. <laughs> Damn. I think we need a palate cleanser. Everybody in the uh, chat was saying, oh, you just, all you do is talk about COVID. That's why John needs to run the show. Uh, have we only talked about COVID? I'm pretty sure. No, we not very much at all. So, but just to give them a palate cleanser, I'm going to give them this. Uh, the for the audio listener, this is just a visual. Sorry, sorry about your luck. <laughs> yeah, those things make me giggle. I don't know why. When I go across those on TikTok, I just I, I just giggle like a like a ten year old. <laughs> I can't I, help it. I had one thing, one more thing I want to mention about the gothics chick. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, like I said, I watched a bunch of her videos. And um, I think she, well, I know she's scripted. I think she has a teleprompter in front of her. Sure. And the one thing that annoyed me is in a five-minute video, there's like 25 to 30 edits. You know what I mean? So she gets every line just right. That's how, in the way she looks, you can tell she's reading it. And the kids today don't mind it so much, all those hard edits, but it's hard for me to watch something where it's just click, click, click. Yes, yes. Bunch of jump cuts. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's, uh, one of the things I don't like doing too, but if it's for the... it, it, Like, there's a lot of these clips that I pull and I want to cut them, you know, like video clips because there's so much dead air then I'm just like, it's ready. Sorry, it's it's better to just scrub them live, like just know where I need to, you know, move it to to get by all the bad parts. Because if I clip it, you're gonna say, oh, well, you edited the video and you made it made him say that. Like I am not that I'm not that talented. Like I do I, I can't do a deep fake. So anyway, uh, is there anything else on your end that you want to talk about? You got a couple uh, of things here. Well, uh, I have one story that was interesting, but um, the video I sent you, it's the one that says this might be fun, but it's yeah, just, it's, it's 26 just, minute video. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the sheriff. It's the sheriff during the press conference and he's the funniest part of it, but the story is kind of amazing. I can give you the highlights of the story. And if someone wants to see the sheriff talk about it real funny, they can look at the video. Well, I'll bring up the video and right. if I'll just hit play and if you want me to scrub, I can scrub and if you want me to pause it, I can pause it. Whatever you need me to do, buddy. Okay. All right. Grady Judd. A couple of minutes and outline. Great. It's I only in my left ear. <laughs> a wake up. So it's a mono clip. For everyone that may be in the business to rent property, have signed contracts. That guy's right. mellow. Yeah. Um, turn yeah. down the volume some. You can let it play for a second. All right. Deep dive. What, he, what he's getting into here is uh, there's a, a trailer park, Business. and they have they hired a, a towing service, um, you know, for cars that are parked illegally in there and whatnot. Sure, and, sure. Right. Well, 
what this towing and it's this is a fly-by-night towing service they they don't have their truck marked and there there's all kinds of state regulations which the sheriff gets into it's very funny to watch but i you got to watch all 20 minutes to find the good stuff so we don't need to do that but so what this towing guy was doing is instead of getting cars on the streets he uh see they're showing him here he's going up uh like this car was parked under the carport you know in in their driveway and whatever sure and they're still supposed to have their pass in their windshield, but th- this car didn't. They had it inside the house. And he went up and saw the car parked where it should be without the pass and then is towing the cars. Okay. And so, story short, they're out there trying to uh, tow a different car. And uh, the guy comes up and hits his brother with a different car. And then jumps out of the car because in his estimation, they're trying to steal his car. You know, it's parked illegally and they're trying to steal it. And then the guy that owns the tow truck uh, company gets out and shoots the dude dead. What? Yeah. Over a towed car? Yeah. The tow truck driver shot the dude that owned the car and uh, the tow truck company was illegally towing it. There's the guy right here. But Okay. So. Come they all have beards. <laughs> it was it was him and his wife. They're both charged, but there was a litany of things that were wrong with their with their tow truck, and uh, they were they were towing some multiple cars out of the same location and then charging some people more than the others. But they're going from the same location to the same location. Just a, it's a very funny story. Uh, the most humorous part was just a uh, Grady Judd here, the uh, sheriff, describing it all. He's got tons of pictures, and but it's twenty minutes. It's too long, but. Yeah, I just uh, and this is uh, I believe it's Florida, so it's Florida man again. But yeah, um, illegal tow truck operators. We have a huge problem with that here in Detroit. Like um, a lot of tow truck companies will have uh, spotters. Uh, they'll sit by places you're not supposed to park uh, in a car, and as soon as someone parks in that spot, they call a truck that's around the corner, and the truck will come hook it up, and it'll be gone like within three minutes. So we we have a lot of problems with that here. That's why I thought it was interesting. But this was in Florida because it says Florida murderer suspect now accused of illegally towing <laughs> towing vehicles. Everything weird seems to happen down there. I don't know what it is if it's in the water or too much sun. Yeah, it, somebody it, in Florida. It it was like a like a joke at first, you know, Florida man. But then you start seeing all the stories as they pop up, and you're like, "Holy shit, yeah, fucking Florida man!" I found uh, this last night. I found it interesting. This is all I have here. I I can't. I couldn't download the video. I couldn't get it anywhere else. So here we are. I must make sure that the volume's up. Volume's up. This is Joe Biden. He didn't know he was on a hot mic. Can y'all see us and hear us? Jay, you're beginning to convince the American people there is a thing called climate crisis. (laughs) About time. (laughs) Did you uh, uh, hear that one? Yeah. (laughs) Says Jay, you're you're beginning to convince convince the uh, American people that there's a thing called climate crisis oh i've tried to uh rip the video jason jason says hey i can teach you how to do it i i tried to rip it but this one is locked down it's it's not it's not able to be shared it's not able to be any of that stuff so it wouldn't yeah 
as a matter of fact, Jason, um, I tried to pull it up and I couldn't even pull it up. It said content unavailable. Yeah. So I've, I downloaded every, every other video from uh, all the various platforms that I, I got them off of and it was fine. But that particular one is, and I know the guy who actually put it up, but um, he doesn't make things private or not shareable or any of that. It's just that particular video I think was locked down by Facebook somehow. So yeah, he was over there saying the quiet part out loud. You're convincing the American people that there's a thing called climate change, basically. So I don't know what to take of that. I don't yeah, really you, care for it. Yeah, you could take it actually both ways. That like a uh, good job, our hard work is paying off, or a uh, good job, we finally fooled them. You know, you depending <laughs> exactly. on how you want to look at it. Exactly. Well, that's why I was trying to pers- for you know I'm not over here trying to. Pr- persuade anyone's thoughts i'm just trying to give them the information and what they do with it is their own business you know so oh yeah he said cuckerberg got you (laughs) so well that about does it for me um so if you want to give out uh any of your i know you have a podcast you have other stuff you want to shout that out here or do you care yeah, I'll, I'll tell people they can enjoy it or not enjoy it or never even check it out if they like. Uh, someone needs to say it is my podcast. That's a kind of hit or miss how I've been doing it lately. Um, but also I have the Significant Strike podcast with Val we do, which is a MMA uh, handicapping. We have Brian on this week for the interview. He's for Bellator champ, so that was very cool. And also today I'm going to be recording the first episode with my buddy who is a child psychologist and we're going to talk about real mental health issues, but um, the funny side of it, and we're not going to be as politically correct as people think. That's why uh, we'll be using pseudonyms. So he won't get any trouble because you know, he's been a, he's been a practice. Yeah. He's got a lot to lose. He's been a practicing doctor in this community for 25 years, you know? So we don't want some of the off-color shit we say to come back on him, but we'll be recording our first episode of that tonight. I think the name is going to be called Reck- Reckless Behavior, but uh, that may change, but I'll update you guys. Just look forward to it, but that's yeah, what I got um, going on. Do you have like a Twitter or anything that you want to like shout out or not? Um, my Twitter is at Leduff's Cadillac. That's my, uh, someone needs to say it, my Soft Weekly Twitter got the Twitter axe. They took it away from me. So <laughs> <laughs> I used That's to, I had a pretty good following going on there too. And they killed yeah. me. So I, I have a different one. That's at Leduff's Cadillac. And that's, uh, was it L-E-D-U-F-F-S? Ca- yep. Right. Cadillac. Yeah, Cadillac. Okay. And it's all one word, right? No, uh, yes. no space. All right. Yep. Well, I, uh, again, so I have to uh, thank you very much for taking John's spot. Uh, I know John John wanted to be here. He's really having fun with his show. So and I'm enjoying doing it too. I, I enjoy the break uh and getting to finally have on one of my buddies here. Um we will be back tomorrow morning. We are available. I mean, I don't know why I've got to tell everybody this, but we're at boomer underscore bunker on Twitter and boomer bunker pretty much everywhere else, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Um you know, uh, uh, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff. I don't know what the email is. Uh, we have a, a voicemail line, but we're not giving it out right now because we're just trying to get into doing this show live without other 
bringing in other difficulties at the current time. We're kind of new at it. So giving us a little bit of a, you know, room to breathe before we add another thing like a live telephone line coming into this in this damn uh, live stream. So we will be back in the morning. Be sure to, if you were unable to catch this, um, this thing live or, or on a video of it, there is a podcast version of it available on all the podcatchers. It's just Boomer Bunker. It used to be the Bullhorn, uh, and we just rebranded it. John rebranded it as the Boomer Bunker. So look us up. Appreciate it, and I uh, hope everybody has a great rest of the day. Hey, John. Hope you're feeling all right, buddy. <laughs>